For each week, we belly up to the bar with a new guest, find out what they do, who they are, and what makes them great. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Alrighty, folks, welcome back to the Above the Bar podcast. It's your host, Sean. It's a Saturday night. It's a music Saturday. I think uh, Alex may have coined this term already before we even got started. I think we're going to call this, we're going to have to start calling this the Next Music Company Saturday Night Showcase. (laughs) You might have to do that because as you hear, we have with us tonight a wonderful, talented, amazing jazz musician with a lineage a pedigree of music that you know only some could wish to have who is releasing her first is this the first album yeah my first music releasing her first album with a, a nice mix of classics that you know she has made her own along with some own original music I do believe, and she'll correct me if I'm wrong, she did a song that somebody very important to her had done, and yeah. uh, and she is sharing that. So as we're getting ready to kick this thing off, folks, uh, I want to welcome here, bellowing up to the bar with us, Alex <laughs> Baird. Hello. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for that wonderful intro. That was awfully sweet of you. I, I, try, I try my best to, to get them all right here. <laughs> So yeah. as we're getting ready to kick this thing off, as everyone's uh, starting to log in, make sure if you're logging in and you're listening to us, you take the time and share this to all the groups that you belong to, all your yard sale groups, because nothing's more important than finding a way to get kicked out of a yard sale group. So make sure you <laughs> you take the time and you, you share away to all these things, whatever it is that you belong to, because we're doing that right now. Uh, also, as we're before we get too far into this, make sure you take take some time. Uh, find Alex. You can find her on Baird, and that's B-A-I-R-D music. Aww. So find her over there on Instagram. Give her a like, share, a follow, all those kind of things. Uh, but let's start off with, as we always do, sticker and a cause. Over my right shoulder here uh, is the big sign. And we got a new camera. So if you see me, and like, why is he not looking into the camera anymore? <laughs> we got a new camera. I'm trying to figure out the levels of it and everything. But make sure you reach out. And uh, if you have an organization you belong to, something you're supporting, another podcast even, or a charitable organization, I don't care if it's sa- Save the Squirrels. I don't care what it is. Whatever it is that you're supporting, make sure you reach out to us on Facebook, uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch. Even our uh, email address is the Above the Bar Podcast. You can find us on all those platforms. If you reach out to us and you send me a message and say, hey, I got a sticker. You send me the sticker. We put it up on the big board and we read it out for everyone around the world to hear about us. So make sure you send that out to us. And also, if you're looking to jazz up your uh, like that, I pulled that in there. If you're looking <laughs> to jazz up your media. Make sure you reach out to Media by Dibs. Media by Dibs is your one stop shopping for all things media related. He can do your videos. He can do your uh, your images, whatever it is you need on LinkedIn. It'll be under Andrew Dibble. But anything else, it's going to be under Media by Dibs. You let Dibs know that you're coming there for. He'll go ahead and hook you up. And if you mention to him, belly up to the bar, he's going to give you a 10% discount off your first order. And he's going to turn around and give you an opportunity uh, for a free consultation. All right. All those things are done. 
media is important in it. Mm-hmm. That's that's let's be realistic. That's like anymore today. That's everything. You got to be doing some kind of a media, whatever it happens Presence. to be. Presence. Yeah. If you're, I was the guy who was like, TikTok, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't can't do those dance moves because that's all TikTok was to me. Like a whole <laughs> bunch of dance moves. And a buddy of mine, um, Eli the bee guy, he does like TikTok videos where he rescues bees. Oh. And he's like, Murph. Sweet. Yeah, he's like, Murph, you, you have to do this. I'm like, but I don't want to. <laughs> I'm like, no one's going to find my TikToks interesting. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, you'll find something. So I did. I found yeah. where like, I, I like to take, do you do TikTok? Uh, I go on it. I'm so horrible at like maintaining consistency about posting, but I have some videos on there. So I'm see that's my thing. Like trying to get into the groove. Yeah, of making sure that I'm always posting something. It's hard. It, it really like I don't understand the people that are like constantly. They're like, oh no, I do three and four videos a day. I'm like, job. <laughs> I gotta go to work. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't think if I tell, called my mortgage company it was like. Did a great TikTok <laughs> video. They'd be like, "Well, absolutely." Then, Mr. Murphy, don't yep. you worry about it. We got you covered. Yeah. No. I mean, I quit my job to do music full time a couple months ago, and I'm, I can't even do it then. Like, it's just, it's a matter of like putting yourself out there every day and like, just, I don't know, being vulnerable. That's that's the yeah. hardest thing for me. Now, but. now tell me. Now that's a great start right there. Now, so you you mentioned to me earlier how how old you were. Uh, so you just a couple months ago, you threw caution to the wind and said, music, that's, this is it. <laughs> yeah. What, well, so what was that like, um, that's a good question. I, so I'm, I'm 23. So I graduated college in March of 2020 or May of 2020. So just like <laughs> as the pandemic hit, um, my senior recital was March 7th, 2020. And I, and I studied jazz studies voice. So, um, I've always known that jazz was what I wanted to do. I, I grew up in the, I guess, kind of in the biz. My dad is a professional musician. He's a dueling piano player and kind of a piano man as well. I mean, kind Sing of the same me thing, a but... song, you're the piano man. <laughs> oh, yes. That is always the most requested song. He awesome. like requires at least 20 bucks to play that song. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Look, yeah. This is for dad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, so when I came back after college, I, so I'm from Seattle, born and raised. Um, and I went to school at university of Northern Colorado and I moved, um, moved back home after, after school and, um, started working for the Teamsters as a pension claims processor. Interesting. Yeah. You got got a lot of yelling. There was a lot of yelling involved in that. Oh, yep. You know, (laughs) yep. You do. I mean, there's just, I feel like adulting and part of growing up is just like understanding that there are so many more jobs that you didn't know existed. <laughs> that is a great point. Like, and it's funny you say teams. I have a buddy who was a teamster retired uh-huh. and uh-huh. he's like, and he's like, yeah, man, I would get, he would get letters in the mail every uh-huh. couple of years. It would be like, yeah. So we're reducing your pension by X amount of what you oh, thought geez. it was. And he's like, he ended up working on the railroad when I worked on the railroad. He worked for, with uh-huh. me. He was like, I can't uh-huh. leave the railroad because my Teamsters pension has been beat. They had beat the daylights out of it. Oh. Huh. That was why everybody was yelling at you. <laughs> yeah. I'm like trying to understand what would have happened, but 
th that is a detail that I don't, I don't need to remember those details anymore. No, look at that. <laughs> thankfully. And yeah. Wild, like there's wild jobs. So, so you're doing that. You're, yeah. Yeah. So then, album. and I saved a whole bunch of money living in my parents' basement. And, um, then I finally moved out, uh, in September and, um, I kept working for them, but I finally quit, um, uh, to start streaming full time on Twitch. Um, and, uh, you know, try to do the, the gigging thing, you know, and, um, now that I've got this album, it's kind of a, um, a hard copy demo, you know, that I can just show people say I'm legit and <laughs> try to try to do the music thing. Um, so yeah, I haven't, um, I mean, I've been streaming full time now for a couple, for, I guess a month. Um, it's streaming three days a week, um, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Fridays during the day. Um, and I don't know. I hope, I hope we'll get a little bit more steam soon, but, um, it's been, I've been doing that on and off also the whole time that I've been working and it's hard. It's like what you were talking about, that consistency thing. It's just like, man, <laughs> I only have so much energy. Well, that's the whole thing with all that is go ahead and miss a day. Yeah. Go ahead yeah. and miss a day. And you feel like, well, yeah, two days ago I had four people watch me. Uh -huh. I missed a day. Now I've only got one son. Right, of one. Exactly. They forgot about me already, exactly. which really is not true. They'll find yeah, but I know, but, but it's like the algorithms and everything, you know, it just, it's hard. Um, so, but yeah, I'm going to try to do like wedding bands and gigs this summer um, and really just try to put myself out there, connect with the musicians. Cause that's what really, I mean, jazz specifically is all about is like connecting with other musicians, um, playing off of each other and, um, improvisation it's the beauty of it so now, I'm, I'm curious so you you obviously have a very supportive family you have a music family definitely uh we're still going to get into the the secret song i'm going to call it for now the secret song <laughs> that's on the album um but before let's do this before we get too far into this so i know all, half of you out there are sitting and going are you talking about this young lady she's got she she talks very well on the mic she you can hear <laughs> i'm gonna be honest you, you got a good mic voice so oh, I mean, thanks if, if, if this doesn't work out, maybe some voiceover stuff, but, <laughs> but let's give an opportunity and then to, to hear exactly what Alex sounds like. Lemon tree, you planted me, your love comes through the soil. She'll grow tall and stretch her arms, shady. Now, what you guys couldn't see, because when the when the graphic comes up, it mutes our mics and everything. <laughs> I can still see Alex. I have a separate screen to be able to see Alex. <laughs> and that whole time on that second screen, you could see that head was just like, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm just smoothing out and I'm good right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's right it's for the musicians, for sure. <laughs> that, that's great. So, um. We're, I want to get into this, but I got to ask this question because your parents are obviously and your family's obviously very supportive of this because, you, like you said, you you left your job. What was some of the reactions you were getting from other people, though, when they when you were like, yeah, so I'm going to leave my job, a union position, I would imagine if it was with yep. the teeners, Teamsters. So I'm going to leave my union job with the Teamsters that probably I could work for the next 40 years and no <laughs> one would ever question it. 
and I'm going to hang out in the basement and I'm going to stream my music and try to get some <laughs> wedding singer gigs. What the hell was that conversation like? Like when you tell people that, were they like, hmm, she, <laughs> hmm that Seattle rain's getting to her? <laughs> you know, honestly, I found the exact opposite experience. I, I am, I am so lucky to have been blessed with like the most supportive people in my life. And I don't, I mean, I think everybody had been hearing me do music for my entire life. You know, like there's, there's some recording of me at seven year old, seven years old singing dream a little dream of me. Like, <laughs> you know, I've just been doing this for so long. I think People were honestly more weirded out that I took the Teamsters job and in the first place. And they were like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> you know, they were they wanted to make sure that I was still going to go pursue my dreams. And um, so when I finally decided like, okay, I'm done. Like, um, I want to I do music full time. I just got all congratulations. And I mean – you know, I, I really did um, make a priority to save a certain amount of money and I did that. And so, you know, I'm, I'm okay for now. You know, I don't, I don't need to like find a nine to five as, as soon as I could. Um, and I'm very privileged to be able to have done that. Um, you know, being, having parents who were able to keep me at home without having to pay rent, you know, and everything like that. Um, so, yeah, but I mean, everybody else, like, so that's my immediate family. They were so positive um, and supportive, but with everybody else, I mean, I really noticed their support when I decided that I was going to do an album because um, part of the process, part of the next music um, kind of program is that you start out with two months of crowdfunding. And so you basically ask everybody you know to give you money to be able to put on this record which is extremely humbling because they I mean I was I was like embarrassed I was like I don't I hate this like uh, give tough. me money you know and it's just like, like you know it's just awkward and um you know you're basically saying can you give me proof that you believe in me um, monetary proof and we're in the middle of the pandemic and I know that everybody's already strapped for cash. So can you give me some? And, but people <laughs> did, you know, and they like, they came out of the woodwork, people that I went to elementary school with old teachers, like people who heard me sing at the grocery store, you know, like people have been following my Hold journey on. for a while. And Singing I, at the grocery store, what, what is that? Like you're, you're in, <laughs> you're in the produce aisle. You are like, correct, exactly. And you're just belt, belting out notes in the middle of the produce aisle? <laughs> it is my annual, my favorite annual thing I do. Um, I live in West Seattle, and we have a local grocery store, West Seattle Thriftway. And um, I, I play holiday music there uh, every year. So, Neat. yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really fun. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I just, I mean, everybody has been so incredibly supportive. And honestly, that's been, like, my biggest thing that's been able to keep me going through this whole project because it's been hard you know um just knowing that all, everybody was behind me and had already like funded me you know um I well, really that's the other going. side to it is is you know when you a lot of times people think oh man i don't want to i don't want to ask people for money you know but those people are now vet, invested in you and what you're doing as much as you are invested in in yourself yeah that's that's pretty incredible in and of itself uh my buddy scott he this is a music guy right here 
It's the <laughs> only way artists are going to grow from here on out is crowdfunding and supporting their own fans. Scott was a professional musician, and Scott used to go out and uh, uh, he'll have to explain it to me again. I think he just like muscled for bands to make sure promoters paid him. I'm not sure. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, no, hi, Scott. Scott, Scott, <laughs> Scott, and I geek out about like if he. I think I sent him a picture of my new camera. And he oh, nice. was like, he was like, what do you got? Like we just geek, we geek out. On, I was never the guy who to geek out on equipment, but now I'm like, I got all kinds of shit. Oh man, yeah. No, I was just talking about that yesterday. Like, are you even really a musician if your whole or like you know a professional uh, performer if your closet isn't full of gear instead of clothes? <laughs> uh, he says, and you need to keep getting out there and getting in front of people. And he says hi. Hi. <laughs> uh, he's on Talking Beards. They it's, oh. they have their own network. They're all like big, giant, bearded men. I was actually talking. I was actually talking about Scott the other day. I was talking to a client for what I do in my normal job, and they're in. They're just outside of Austin, and I mm -hmm. told her what Scott does for a living. And I said, so if you see a man doing what Scott does, and with a big, giant beard, there's not mm -hmm. a lot of people that do what he does, and they have a beard. So it's probably <laughs> him. And she was like, Really? I'm like, Yep. Just keep on the lookout. So I figure at some point, some random person is going to walk up to him and be like, you're Scott. <laughs> Love and, it. That's awesome. Yeah, I do it all the time. But, um, <laughs> so, so I'm kind of curious. So Jeff has like, uh, how, uh, Haley, Haley's on there with you, um, yourself, Jeff, I mean, or Hadley. I mean, everybody is all in the next music company, but a lot of them, uh, I'm Scott all day, every day, but um, <laughs> a lot of them were like from out in the Iowa area. But, uh, I mean, Idaho. Yeah. Yep, yep. Idaho, not Iowa from out that way. How do you come to meeting Jeff? And for those who don't know, let me throw this out there. Jeff Baker, who's been on the show. He is kind of the father of next music company. Definitely. It was his, he's, he's played with a ton of people himself. He's a music teacher. He, this is his space and he's really found a way to get up and coming artists who most likely aren't going to get the initial um, contact from the, the big music. Cause I don't even know if big music goes out and looks for people anymore. I, I don't, I mean, I think now if you, if you don't have a, a, a video on YouTube or Twitter or tw Twitch where somebody goes, Oh, look, there's a billion downloads. I guess now I'll talk to them. Uh -huh. <laughs> like, I don't think they're there. So how did you meet Jeff? Um, so I met Jeff through the Jazz Education Network Conference. So, um, and that's an annual conference uh, that it varies in the, lo the location. But um, the jazz, I mean, the jazz network, just like jazz musicians, people in academia, especially. So the Jazz Education Network <laughs> um, it's, Is that like it's, PBS? Is that like, like PBS for jazz? <laughs> uh, kind of, I guess. It's kind of like – it's just everybody who is involved – like everybody who studied jazz at school or they're teaching jazz, you know, because as a musician, um, if the – if you've – if you know any musicians who've ever read the book Beyond Talent, they will tell you um, all musicians wear so many different hats and they have to in this day and age. You know, you can't just be a performer. So um, most uh, end up being teachers as well. And um, so the Jazz Education Network Conference um, is kind of this annual festival that has all the big names in jazz that um, and everybody goes to kind of connect with their friends. Like it's a really tight knit community. 
Um, so I met Jeff there at um, the Gen Clinic um, <laughs> in uh, in January of 2020. And um, it was kind of funny because he um, – ended up getting really sick after that, that conference. And I, I had become friends with him on Facebook. Um, and he was kept posting about how it was like day 12 of the sickness. And he had to be, um, in a hotel room by himself in New York, I think. And we were just like, dang, he's really sick. Like, I wonder why he got so sick. And it, you know, I think now obviously it's COVID, but, um, nobody knew about it at that point, you know? So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm a big introvert. I, as much as I practice, you know, being in front of everybody, um, I had to really put myself out there to network and I like, you know, intentionally was like, I'm going to go out every night, try to meet people. Um, and it clearly paid off, uh, you know, so I met Jeff and we had a lot in common. We had a lot of people in the Northwest, um, that we knew and, um, he then, uh, ended up being a, the featured uh, artist at the Bellevue Jazz Festival, um, which is a local jazz festival um, just outside of Seattle. And um, that was a festival that my my high school would perform at every year. Um, so my mom ended up going and that was like later that month. And she was like, hey, do you know Jeff Baker? And I was like, <laughs> I do know Jeff Baker. And so then she introduced herself to him and bought his CD. And it was just kind of like a small world type connection. Um, so I think, uh, so I think who you were talking about earlier is Taryn Hadfield. Oh, Taryn Hadfield. Why did I yeah. say, God, I think you got I, Hadley and Hadfield <laughs> combined. I got so many names in my head. <laughs> no worries at all. I know you must have a lot of names to memorize. We're doing um, four shows this week. Oh my god! I never do four shows. I'm the guy who's like, I'll do one. Oh, geez. This week. Yeah. I'd be like, uh, can I go to bed instead? <laughs> it's it's uh, wild. <laughs> yeah well so so Taryn is from some from Boise and then um a few of the other musicians as are from Boise as well Sammy uh Sammy like Swenson who just released her album a couple months ago and um and Sam True she's the first person we, we talked about Jeff and I talked about having uh Sam True on we just couldn't yeah. couldn't work that one out but that'll that'll happen look it's got to happen I've yeah everybody else on it's just it's a requirement yeah, well, it's it's funny that you mentioned that because um, Sam, Jeff, and I are going to be doing a show in June together. Um, at it's we're it's the debut of the next Tet is what we're calling it. Um, next Tet, T- yeah, like T-E-T, Tet, like Tet Offensive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So how many? I don't, Where is this going to be at? That's going to be actually at Bellevue College, which is what I was just talking about. That, so, that so, that's a, little... so then that's a, a, <laughs> a, a, a Seattle, Washington kind of an institute. I'm on the I'm on the right coast. You're on the yeah. left coast. So, so like yeah. sort of like unless you're like, oh, Berkeley School of Music. <laughs> like, OK, I know that one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so so Bellevue College, it used to be Bellevue Community College, but they have a really good um vocal jazz program or at least they did before the pandemic um and so they have a annual jazz festival that um we performed at in high school and the sun just came out if you can't tell. I see that. Like, <laughs> like it was funny i was like actually for those of you that aren't watching the the live right now if you listen to the audio, <laughs> all of a sudden everything around alex as she mentioned bellevue uh college <laughs> She just brightened up in this one section. It was yep. like, please, please talk more. Let us know. 
yeah, yeah. I no, didn't it's know been... God was a jazz fan, so here we go. <laughs> I guess he is. Yeah, no, the it's been a really odd weather day. It's been in and out of like pouring down rain and then sunny. So um, we're getting our little five minutes of sun right now. Well, you'll appreciate this. So I live in Albany, New York. Mm-hmm. Seattle and Albany are, are on the same parallel. Oh, okay. So that makes sense. We get really, we actually end up with more precipitation here than you guys do, but we get the same precipitation. So as it comes across the country, we get, we have very similar, like if you get it for, you just get it before we do. And then we end up with it because <laughs> it was a weird thing yeah. when I first moved here. I was like, it rains a lot here. <laughs> yeah. Always raining. And then I looked on the map and sure enough, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Oh my gosh. I wonder, I wonder if that's the same with like England too because i always hear that like england is really foggy and rainy yeah it probably is it probably has something to do with the jet stream and the way it comes across uh interesting oh i don't even know what pills in ibiza Uh, do you know that is i don't know uh ibiza that's like i know ibiza uh yeah i don't get this but okay just the music of the untalented that's Mm. uh, (laughs) i'm i'm pretty i'm gonna say no (laughs) <laughs> i'm gonna say i disagree yeah i mean i i there's plenty of uh jazz singers and jazz musicians out there uh if you really look at the jazz is the original riff music like you blues you, yeah for sure you know that's that's where all that comes from uh scott's over here he's been in seattle a dozen different times working in clubs and, <laughs> and it never rained that i can remember here's a crazy one <laughs> I've been in San Diego more times than I can count because I did 20 years in the Marine Corps. So we were always out in California for stuff and I was in San Diego. I was never in San Diego that I wasn't there in May and June. And Uh if you know anybody who spent time in San Diego, May and June are called the May Grays and the June Gloom. Oh, no. So I was in there. I was in San Diego where everybody's like, I love it. The weather's amazing. I'm there. I'm like, this weather sucks. (laughs) The whole place sucks. Yeah, I bet. You know, but- that's you do funny. have Jack. You guys do have Jack in the Box out there on the left coast. Um, <laughs> you don't have Jack in the Box. No, they're not oh on the East gosh. Coast. There's no Jack in the Box on the East Coast. Those curly fries, you're missing oh, out. For me, it's the ultimate double bacon cheeseburger. Mm, I have a friend good. that claims he invented that. What? <laughs> no, a, a Marine I served with. Well, he was he was senior to me. Uh, uh-huh. named Scott. Said that uh-huh. when he was in college or when he was before he joined the Marine Corps, he worked at a Jack in the Box and used to make them himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and didn't uh, didn't didn't like the fact that uh, he couldn't get what he wanted. And I'm like, okay, so he ended up making his <laughs> own his own deal there. So I was yeah, like, oh my funny. gosh. And you think, or he thinks that it stuck because of him? Yeah, he thinks he was he was the person that it, that invented it. So I was like, that's pretty funny. A double bacon cheeseburger. I mean, that's a classic. Oh, I love it. The ultimate double bacon cheeseburger. It sounds delish right now. Honestly. But it, do, it doesn't. It's like ridiculous <laughs> that you know just mentioning it, it sounds that good. So, yep. <laughs> so we're you're getting into this. So I want to get into. So we'll go ahead and admit now. So why don't you tell everybody who the other big musical uh influence that you had along this uh process was (laughs) um yeah so that um is 
would be my grandma on um, my mom's side. So my mom's mom was a Seattle darling, um, a person uh, – she was a – excuse me. She was uh, performing regularly in the Seattle scene um, in the 50s and 60s. Um, so, yeah, so she – but she started having kids, you know, as women uh, do. And in the 50s, you know, that just was very much her role. So um, that kind of took over. And she had a surgery um, for her vocal nodules that went south. And um, so she wasn't able to continue her career. And she has these really awesome songs. She had a great voice. And um, she has some really awesome songs that I just felt like could have used more airtime, you know, and um, she had a couple songs actually that were f- featured in Billboard magazine. I found the, the article and um, in the archives and I put it on my website. I put a little section devoted to her on my website. Um, uh, so it's alexbeardmusic.com slash Peggy uh, with an I P E G G I. Um, her name is Peggy Griffith. And um, hold on, Peggy Griffin, what? Griffith. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I found that, that article and I mean, she, she did also, um, I mean, she was regularly performing, but she also did some special work for the Seattle world's fair, you know, in 1962, that was like our, a big claim to fame for Seattle. That's where we got the space needle. Um, and she was under, uh, contract with a certain record label. I can't remember which one right now, but, um, a record label that shall not be named. I guess so. Maybe, you know, I think it might have been Dalton Records, actually, potentially. Can't remember, though. Um, she she was with a, a few different ones um, at different points in her career. And so she, she was under contract by her own name exclusively, so she couldn't release any music um, under her own name. So um, when the Seattle World's Fair hit, she got an opportunity to do some advertising, uh, some music nice. advertising. And so she released it under my mom's name. So um, you can find this little, uh, postcard. It was, it's, there's a video of it on my website, but, um, it's a postcard that came in the in the mail. It's a rectangle and it's actually like a secretly a record and you can like, uh, play it as a, as a 45. Um, but it says it's by Kelly Gates, but it's actually Peggy. (laughs) Wow. So So now, uh, what has your grandmother, I don't know if she's still with us or not. Did she No, she passed. So did she ever get to hear you sing? Yeah, she did. Um, So, I mean, I always kind of viewed it as my role to like kind of live on for her, um, you know, and she always wanted me to be singing uh, stuff. So the the dream a little dream of me recording that I talked about earlier was for her um, when I was really little. I remember bringing that over to her. And um, I also studied Japanese at the time and – so she was like dead set on me singing um, Sukiyaki, which is a, what a is that? it's a, it's a Japanese song. Um, it, it, you know, it's actually kind of sad and a lot of Japanese people don't really like it to be sung by Westerners, um, you know, just I'll because, <laughs> just because it's like, sing it. <laughs> it's like, and anyway, so. She wanted me to sing that, and and um, she actually passed uh, my senior year of high school, oh. so she didn't get to see my uh, 
professional career, but she knew that I wanted to to pursue music. Honestly, I, I wish that I had been able to ask her questions before we lost her. It was kind of unexpected. And um, so I just feel like I missed so many opportunities to hear about her career. You know, I, I just I just missed out. I didn't even know that we were close to losing her. So um, I feel I think about that a lot. I mean, and but she had to be such a huge influence. Now, she was, you know, now is this your dad's mom or well, it would be mom's mom because you said the, right. the postcard. So now yeah. is mom, uh, I mean, we already said dad's dueling pianos. He, he's doing <laughs> the music piece. And everything here, dueling pianos, I always think of New Orleans and dueling oh, pianos. Yeah. There's a, there's a big famous uh, bar down in New Orleans that they do the, the dueling pianos. Okay. Nice. Um, now is mom musically inclined did it skip a generation what are, what are we talking about here <laughs> you know i think she is musically inclined she's she's a cpa so she's a certified personal accountant yeah. and she's i'm you gonna know. do your taxes <laughs> she does it's so money. nice <laughs> well actually that's not true i do have to do my taxes but i just have to go over there and be like mom what can i deduct so um <laughs> mom <laughs> Yeah, but no, honestly, it's super nice because as a musician, you know, uh, most most musicians do not know how to do their own taxes. So I'm yeah. very lucky. So is my dad. Um, <laughs> um, I think that's artists in general. Like I just saw a thing with Steve Harvey where he was talking about his his accountant like died, oh, no. and when the guy died, his assistant called him up and said, "Look, I was just in his office after they took him out. You owe like." five million dollars in taxes <gasps> oh this like my god years this was years ago and he's like he's like what and what the, guy, <laughs> what the guy was doing was is steve harvey would write in the check the guy was cashing the checks and never paying the taxes and oh just, my god yeah so there's another one of the scumbag things of, enter of entertainment five million dollars he'll never miss it <laughs> well yeah uh, true so so you've got the you're putting this album out and I know we talked a little bit. I just kind of want to roll back to this for a moment where you mentioned reaching out to people. Was there anybody where you were like, and, and you don't have to say their name obviously, but that, that donated or supported and you were like, damn, I didn't think they would give me anything. Like you, <laughs> like, like you just were really surprised at, at the level of support where it came from. Oh my gosh. Yes. So many people, honestly, um, <laughs> but the, I think the biggest surprise was um, my cousin. So I have I have family in Sweden, and um, one of my cousins in Sweden. It was like the day. So it was a two month long crowdfunding campaign, and I by the the last day I was um, still seven thousand dollars short of our goal, and um, I was just kind of like, well, that's what it is, you know. Like I I I. Again, I've been saving money. I've been working for the Teamsters, you know, so I've got I've got that in my pocket, you know, to to supplement. And if it doesn't work out, then it's okay. But I woke up that morning and um, checked my email for some reason at like four in the morning. I wasn't sleeping very well at that point. I was pretty stressed. And I just saw that an email had come in that said my cousin Sam had donated five thousand dollars to the the campaign. And I was just like, I'm dream like i'm dreaming like it's four in the morning i'm not this is not real like and i put it back and i was like okay i'm just gonna go back to sleep 
And I woke up in the morning and, you know, and it was, it was real. And I, I mean, I just was like, wow, I can't, I still can't believe it. I mean, it's just like unbelievably kind. And apparently he was like holding off because he was like waiting to see how much I would how much need. You needed. Yeah. And, wow. and so then at the, and then that very last day, then he decided to just swoop on in and donate $5,000 and, um, I did a last stream on Twitch um, and I had, you know, I've, I've made a community of people who are really kind and, and awesome. Um, and so we, we had another big donation um, from, a, I guess you would say a fan. I feel embarrassed saying that, but. It's, um, it's okay. Look, <laughs> I understand what you're saying when you're like, it's kind of embarrassing to say a fan, but no, no you can. <laughs> You're allowed to have those. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for the permission. I appreciate it. You can um, <laughs> so he came in. I mean, his name is Edward, and he came in and 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 gifted the rest that like I think it was twenty five hundred dollars that was left. And so then we finished it, and it was just like, I just wow. I'm still like floored. I just you know That's like it's awesome. It is amazing. It is just amazing. I just can't believe that these people support me enough and you know, want me to succeed so much to give me $25,000, you know, and we ended up, uh, you know, surpassing that goal and definitely needing it because we went uh, over budget, you know, things, prices changed throughout the pandemic, you know, when we went in with this um, original goal of $25,000 and um, definitely surpassed that. Um, That's just awesome. With, yeah, yeah, it was awesome. And we had another anonymous donation um, of another $5,000 that are just like, I just, wow. I can't, I couldn't believe it. So, so now, now where does that, so, so that gets you, your feet onto you. Yes. Um, yes. Oh, oh yeah. And Lord Edward the Wise says. Oh, it's Edward. Prepared. <laughs> that is, that is who gave us our, our last $2,500. Well, so. Lord Edward, I thank you. Um, I'm not gonna bend the knee. It's because uh, I've watched enough Game of Thrones. I'm not bending the knee, but you know. <laughs> but no. But thank you for doing that because without that, we're not here. You know, we needed that. We so did. now, now, what is what is that 25k to to put it into perspective? So if somebody was out there listening right now and they were thinking, hey, I want to get into music. This is something I'm interested in, but I've got a I'm gonna I'm gonna do something similar. What does 25k do for you? So it's, I mean, it can take you a lot of different ways, but, um, you know, when, when you first hear $25,000, you think that is a heck of a lot of money. Oh yeah. <laughs> and you can definitely do it for less. You can. Um, however, if you want to make kind of a splash, like that, that, that idea of Jeff's, you know, to take these emerging artists and give them an opportunity to start at a higher level, you know, than I would have had the opportunity to start with. If I had done this all by myself, um, I wouldn't have known to be able to like, I mean, maybe I would have thought to get some, some footage of the band. Um, but you know, it definitely wouldn't have been professional level footage, you know, um, and so with, with that $25,000, um, we've got amazing musicians that we flew in and, um, had to pay for, 
you know, their hotels and their transportation and their food, you know, so that's a, that was a big, um, a big cost. Um, you know, so we had Daryl Grant on the piano, um, Mark yeah, Ferber on drums. He's a really awesome Los Angeles musician. Um, Daryl Grant is a piano player from Portland State University who Jeff worked with um, when he was teaching there. Um, Clark Summers, who is a bass player in Chicago and uh, actually the bass player for my absolute idol, Kurt Elling. So that was like a huge fangirl moment for me. Um <laughs> <laughs> oh, am I forgetting? We got Lucas Winter, who's a local guitar player, and Thomas Marriott, Marriott, who was also a local trumpet player. Um, you know, so that's that was a big uh, piece of that uh, budget. And then, um, you know, the CD replication. There's five thousand dollars, <laughs> um, and uh, designing. Uh, logos and yeah your your whole branding i was lucky enough that um my best friend is like this amazing designer in seattle and she um has worked on a bunch of um a a bunch of uh professional projects you know for like uh rebranding SeaTac um airport i mean and um so she put together my album which looks you know, fantastic. I think well, I've got I, I see you're looking around. I, I well, <laughs> I if, for it. those of you who saw our initial post, that picture that I used for our post uh, today was actually the top half. Um, I was going to move it around and go over top of where your name was. So it looked like you were staring at my logo. <laughs> Just Love it. be like, that, oh, a, I see what you're saying. Yeah. See, now you see what it is. For those of you yeah. that are watching live. It, <laughs> That's awesome. It, it's Alex sitting there and, and she's, She's looking off up into the up in the sky like she's thinking. And I was like, I move my logo. It'll look like she's staring at me. That'll be great. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. And, and I got to tell you, Lord, Lord says, uh, think nothing of it. It was a pleasure to help in that mm-hmm. you are worth every penny. So, Lord Edward the Wise, thank you again for that. So, <laughs> so you're putting all this together. And, and again, I'm going to reference Jeff for a moment only because we've spoken. How invaluable is it for you as a emerging artist, someone who's getting into this business to have someone like that who, who can kind of go, Oh, let me reach out to uh, my buddy, Jeff, my buddy, Steve, my buddy, Mike, Mm -hmm. he's, he did this. He did that. Like I have no music talent. I'm lucky I can play the radio. I'm (laughs) really not good at this, but if I wanted to like, I know, I know real musicians. I know people that do that, but I wouldn't, if they were like, yeah, Murph, it's going to cost me, cost you $25,000 for a day of my service. I'd be like, okay, I don't know. Okay. (laughs) What was that value for you as an emerging artist to have somebody like that in your corner? I mean, obviously I, it was incredible. Like it, it has been incredible. Um, Jeff is now a friend, you know, as well as a mentor. Um, but I mean, without his experience, I, I don't think, I mean, I have, I've had all these dreams, um, but he, so he's, a, he's a really fantastic musician as well. So yeah. he, um, yeah, so that was, that was really instrumental. Ha ha. Um, in <laughs> oh, geez, that's funny. It wasn't supposed to be that one, it was supposed to be this one. Oh, there the you go. Button. Hit the wrong button. That's what it was supposed to be, but I was like, oh, wrong button. 
Oh, well. <laughs> well, it kind of, it did kind of work. So he was well. pretty instrumental, but I'm in um, getting the, I mean, getting my, my songs to be where they are, you know, and um, I don't, I just. It's hard to put a value on something. It like really that, is. It? it really is. You know, as much as I, I learned in school, you know, you can only get yourself so far, um, you know, until you start actually doing a project and, um, you know, taking the steps to to ask musicians to perform with you. You don't know how much all that is going to cost. I remember trying to put together a budget for my recording techniques class. They were they asked us to put together a budget. Oh, okay. Um, you know, just like a I don't know, like a an, an estimated budget of how much you think a project might cost. And um I just I knew nothing, you know. I, I was looking at a book, but I I still knew nothing. So, um I I I don't know. It's it's I, been I get amazing. It yeah. I, I mean there it goes back to that saying a, a lot of times it's not what you know, it's who you know. Oh, completely, and, 100%. And, and uh I got to agree here with uh, Lord Edward a little bit more. There are many reasons why Miss Baird deserves so many talented people working with her, but the chief reason or that she is not just a wonderful new torch bearer to carry on jazz tradition for a new audience. I love that new torch bearer, but she is also a wonderful person who is hardworking, warm, generous, kind, and above all else, genuine. She deserves the best. Well, you no. know what? Lord Edward. <laughs> Lord Edward. <laughs> yes. Lord oh, Edward oh. is a VIP in my Twitch channel and um, he's, he is uh, famous for being the most eloquent person on Twitch. So. Uh, well, look, I'm just reading reading this stuff I write. <laughs> like the uh, Siri hates me when I start talk, <laughs> when I start talking. I have a very my Baltimore accent is very subdued now. Oh, okay, home. yeah. <laughs> That's where this is from. This is not an oh, Albany accent. This is I Baltimore. was wondering. Okay, I, I get it often. People are like, "Are you from Georgia?" No, <laughs> I'm from Baltimore. That's what the, like the, the letter T does not exist in our world. All T's turn into D's. <laughs> That's awesome. Everything else is like like water. I can't. When people are water. like, what? Water. I'm like, no. Water. <laughs> well, you got the, the classic like country hick of Washington pronunciation of Washington. Oh, and yes, also Washington. Peggy, my grandma, said Washington the same way. So Absolutely. you're in Washington. good company. Good. uh it's it's a word and and there actually is a word that's spelled wash w-a-r-s-h there is a word wash oh. I, up one day. <laughs> I don't there? remember what it means but uh <laughs> or look, wash your clothes you can i gotta wash my clothes wash my car uh -huh. applause should go directly to seattle songbird who's the true town now nah, but you uh. get that one lord edward enjoy Thanks, it edward. but so you're you're in this process um you're making the first album I'm always curious in these things. So your 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 album, your songbook right now is a mix of classics within the jazz or pop culture, pop songs that you've jazzed up. Um, I'm trying to remember this band that I really it's a I have to think about it. It's one of these bands, uh, Haley, who was on America's Got Talent, that Haley, who's also in a Netflix uh, heroes thing. Can't think of her name. Haley something. Uh -huh. uh, she was on America's Got Talent. She has that similar jazzy sound, but she does um, 
God, I can't think of the group where they take. Is it postmodern jukebox? Thank you, postmodern jukebox. Yeah. You're getting all kinds of applause. (laughs) I'm a big fan of postmodern jukebox. Yes. I love them. And Lake Street Dive is my other. Oh, I've seen Lake Street Dive three times live. No. Tell me how amazing. Okay. Oh, Rachel Price just kills it. I mean, the whole band kills it. But do you rock a side so pony? Do, do you rock a side <laughs> pony? Let's ask that question. You know how many people wore side ponies to the concerts? It's amazing. Oh, it had to been. I mean, yeah. you got to rock a side pony. <laughs> you got to rock a side pony. I mean, yeah. I can't. I'm not. Maybe on my beard. I you could do I, it on your beard. Yeah. Just, just side like... pony my beard. Like, <laughs> over here. That's now, awesome. Now, other than your family. You're you're getting ready to to put this album together. You're you're gathering your songbook. Like I said, it's got some some classic pop, some different things that you've you've jazzed up. It's got some of your own stuff that you've done. Yeah. Other than your family, where are you drawing? Like, okay, you got twenty five grand into this. Time to get behind that mic. Better make <laughs> it worth it. Where are you drawing that from to get ready? Like, yeah. is there other artist? What are you doing to get that together? Well, that's a great question, honestly. Um, I mean, I kind of think of the album as kind of everything that's made me, me, up until this point in music form. <laughs> so um, so it's made up of, I think, oh, I tried to do the math or <laughs> figure out all the makeup of this a couple days ago, but uh, I might have forgotten. I think it's five originals, two of my grandma's songs, Um one pop song that we turned into a jazz song. So that's uh, Paul Simon's Still Crazy After All These Years. It's a great song. Um, two standards and then two vocalies, which is where you take an existing jazz uh, solo. So um, these songs are, you know, uh, well, I don't know if you know, but Hank Mobley, um, he's a sax player. And uh, Dexter Gordon is another um, sax player, um, both tenor players, I think. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to mess that up. I yes, they're tenor players. Um and they so they played um solos over these songs and I wrote lyrics to them. Oh wow. Yeah, so it's kind of a it's kind of a tradition among jazz vocalists and um one of my biggest idols Kurt Elling who I referred to earlier our our bass player um played for him um or plays for him I should say. Um, he specializes in vocalese as well. So um, it's just kind of a each generation, there's a new specialist in in vocalese. And I kind of hope that I could be this generation's specialist. <laughs> My buddy Nate has what could be one of the greatest questions I've heard in a long time. Okay. <laughs> Is there a food dish that brings <laughs> you creativity? Oh, I love that. I love that. I love that's a great question because I want to still go out there and I want to have gooey duck. I have never had gooey duck so you know you'll have to tell me how it is we um my boyfriend and I just went to um Vashon Island and we saw people searching for gooey duck so um I don't know they've always weirded me out though they they are very odd (laughs) they are yes I am a fan of oysters but gooey duck is kind of on another level but do, Um, do you have do you have something like that where where you were like after you sing a song, like I need this, I'm craving this dish or, Hey, I'm getting ready to record. Cause I believe it or not with these beautiful pipes, as you hear them, I was in concert choir for oh, my school. I, I we love a singer. <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed it. We, we did a lot of, uh, I'm a big Phantom of the Opera fan. Oh, we, very cool. That's I've awesome. Seen, I've seen Phantom live three times. Oh, wow. I, I love Phantom. Uh, but which, 
people, whenever people hear that from me, they're like, really? <laughs> you, yeah, I, you? Yes. Yep. I like a story about a, a crazed man with a scar on his face who lives in the basement of a, of a theater and uh, tries to kidnap a woman. It's Sounds a beautiful story. I mean, it's epic. Right. Now, here, you'll laugh at me because we'll go in because I'm curious what your food is. I saw <laughs> it. I was in Philadelphia and I saw it live in Philadelphia. At oh, wow. This beautiful theater. Yeah. And the scene where they're doing the play in the play. Do you know what I'm talking about? I think so. Yes. They're, they're on the stage. This is when the Phantom comes out and like everybody kind of gets scared off uh, the first time. Mm-hmm. And the actor who plays the, I think he's supposed to be like the king or something like it. He does something. And I never, it was like the first time seeing it live that way. Mm-hmm. I laughed so hard <laughs> at what he was doing. The actor looked over at me and went, shh. <laughs> oh my God. That's hilarious. I was like, my bad. I just, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm like, I forgot where I was at because I was enjoying this so much. Oh but, man. That's but funny. I know that beforehand, you know, it's it's water and lemon juice. It's you, you're not getting, you know, maybe like whatever your ritual is, unless you're uh, Motley Crue, uh, <laughs> you're trying to save your voice. But is there something for you that afterwards you're like, I got to go do this. This is my thing afterwards, even if it's a drink or something. Hmm. You know, <laughs> this is kind of funny. Um, I have really bad acid reflux. And so like, like medically i have really bad acid reflux so a lot of the time after i'm done singing i just need to be quiet and like coat my throat in something like fatty like fatty or sugar something that gets like a a protective coat i get it no because you've been because you've been opening everything up during all that yeah and it like shifts the the burn up up here and so it hurts makes sense yeah that's that's wild so 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 you're we know it's something, something candy-ish, fatty, <laughs> cheese steak. Cheese. What? Cheese yeah. is good. Steak yeah. is good. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, so I love, I, I love onions. I love anything, honestly. Um, food and music are two things that, I mean, when I was little and I didn't know if I wanted to do music, I wanted to be a chef. And nice. I think the two, like – they, they go hand in hand and, um, you know, I always say music is the closest thing to magic that we have, but I think food is a very close second because, yeah. um, you know, everybody loves it. It always brings back, you know, like it always brings back memories. You know, it's like that scene in Ratatouille when Ego gets sent back into his childhood days of being a peasant um, with the first bite or the smell of the Ratatouille. And it's also just like what connects us with culture too, you know? So um, I love food. And also I have requested that now I can make it my formal request for anybody who's going to be listening to my record that they eat something lemony and tag me in it uh, on the release date. Yeah. That's an awesome idea. (laughs) Yeah, right. Even better. Listen, anybody, when you listen, tag Alex Bear Music on Instagram or wherever you're, you you see her, but you should have a box of lemon heads with you. Yes, there you go. Everybody who does it, that'll be it. <laughs> It'll be a hashtag lemon tree, but you gotta have a box of lemon heads because that's that'll be who you are if you're listening to the album. You're a lemon. Ah, oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Yes, exactly. Uh, it's funny. I've gotten a lot of different people like commenting because I I've I've tried to make this a theme that people. 
um, tag me in something that they're eating that's lemony that on my release date. And so um, one guy's making a lemon drop. Actually, I shouldn't say one guy. Great he's shot. he's another. Yeah. Yep. Uh, he's another next music uh, uh, musician, Miles Flay. Okay. The sun came out again. <laughs> it's so funny how that, that like you, you get to talk about it in, in the sun. Yep. The sun will come out. Oh geez, it's really bright now. Do you have? A, do you need to get up and, and pull the shades? Uh, yeah, I'll close the blinds. Okay, she's gonna close the blinds. But as she's closing the blinds, Nate says you need to get oh, you some Maryland blue crabs. Great. Uh, I absolutely agree with you, Lord. Uh, Phantom is amazing. Not sure what the kitty cats are for, but we'll take them. Um, <laughs> they look like Cheshire cats to me. Uh, if music, if music be the the food of love, play on. I like it. Uh, lemon trees. And, and oh, I yeah. think and it's funny you said music is like magic. I heard something the other day that I, I thought was great that that food is modern day alchemy. Oh, it totally is. I totally You're agree. Changing one thing into something else. So food is the modern day alchemy. So you're you're working through this album. We're putting it together. Where people are starting to find you on Twitch. Um Taryn's got probably told people about you. Jeff's out there. I think Taryn was like actually the first one that really pushed the Twitch piece. Oh, she was. Yeah. She was a, my total inspiration and she's and, actually become a really great friend as well. Cause she moved here. Um, and now, well, she better of her middle name, Seattle. It is exactly. Yes. Like, yeah. And I asked her about that. I was like, <laughs> is that, was that like, an? she's like, no, my parents are hippies. Like, <laughs> yeah. They love uh, Seattle. So, oh my gosh, so, this sun is just really not helping this it's situation. Not, you, need to, you need to get up again and turn No, the, no, I'm just – Turn the, I, turn the it crank. It look great. Turn the but. crank and, and close the blind. Yeah, you're looking like a pirate <laughs> just keeping one eye out of the sun. I know. It's – well, okay. It's just not – it's not a great situa situation. I need a curtain, but I don't gotcha. have one. So, so, so you're, you're pushing this forward. Um, the, you're getting the last songs in. As you're making this, was there anything that you – I mean, I imagine there's a ton of things you learn in the process of making an album. But was there anything in the process that you were like, well, I'll be damned. I never thought about this or this never crossed my mind. That The one thing that kind of stuck out to you where you're like, huh, this is part of making an album I never thought existed. Yeah. Hmm. 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 That's a good question. Do, do, do. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Like I know for me, for like Go podcasting, ahead. I never thought that I would need so much stuff. That was my <laughs> thing. Like I was never yeah. thought that I would constantly be buying new stuff. But was yeah. there anything that you were like, huh? The whole process, honestly, was pretty much like that. I just, I feel like I was learning something new every day. Um, one thing that, we tried to avoid, um, but didn't, we ended up, it ended up delaying the record by a couple months is, um, the copyright of the vocalese. So, um, and that it, it has been, you know, a, a notorious issue for, for jazz vocalists who want to publish, uh, their lyric. Um, but when you are writing lyrics to somebody else's song, that can be an issue. So, um, so that is definitely something yeah i would warn people about um uh if they're <laughs> if they're going to publish a record and write a vocalese then um uh you, you know you definitely want to be careful with those rights and and figure out um what you're doing beforehand and make sure you have the permissions beforehand um but 
but you know, it, it all worked out in the end. And I do believe that I'm going to be the official lyricist for um, one of those songs, This I Dig of You. Um, so that is actually the first track on the record. And um, it's it's how a lot of people know me. Um, it was kind of my first thing that I did that was semi-important. It's a it, This I Dig of You is a standard um a jazz standard that a lot of instrumentalists play, but there has been no lyric um, up until um, me writing mine. So people heard nice. that and um, kind of followed along after I wrote that a, a few years ago. So nice. Now, um, the official release date, if I remember correctly, May 20th, is that correct? You got it. Yeah. You've done your homework so well. I just want to, you deserve your own applause. <laughs> I'll tell you a secret afterwards that nobody would believe. Um, but so cheat, May 20th. No, I, <laughs> so I do. <laughs> you look embarrassed. I, I really am because I am the worst prep person. Oh, in the I world. get it. So like, I'm, I'm the guy that goes. Five minutes before I'm supposed to do something, I go, crap, I was supposed to. <laughs> yep. So like the cap wig that I made, I call them cap wigs because that's the site that I use. Okay. Uh, that my 12-year-old introduced me to a couple of years ago was like, dad, if you need to do that, just go to this. I'm like, he was 10 at the time. I'm like, mm. thanks. Thanks. <laughs> I was educated on the internet by a 10-year-old. He's like, <laughs> he's like, go there. I do it in school all the time. No. Oh. I put that together. 10, 15, no, 20 minutes before, before we went on, <laughs> I was like, bloop, bloop, all right. Oh, wow. Nice. Um, I'm, Honestly, I'm you're guy. preaching to the choir, so no judgment here. Thank you. you. You did it. You did it. And that's, what's important. That, that, see, that's it. <laughs> see, Nate, Nate's full of shit. Nate's like, oh, he, he reads, Nate, I don't, I, <laughs> I don't like, cause, cause you, here, I'll tell you the re my reasoning. I want to be just as surprised as the audience. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when I go, well, what about this and what about that? Like, yeah. as if I knew it. But that also brings me another thing. So your album's done, coming mm -hmm. out May 20th. Mm -hmm. One of the things you guys do over at Next Music is almost like a old school version of VH1 Storyteller. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I love that Jeff has you guys doing that. Yeah. How did you feel getting a chance to kind of tell your story in that type of an environment and getting behind uh, with with the camera kind of there to to record that? How did you enjoy that? To be honest, I really I am so uncomfortable talking about it <laughs> like this type of interaction. This is good. This is fine. This is, you know, it's an ongoing thing um, or I mean, you know, we're we're so talking yeah, it's a, we're interacting. I, you know, you can respond to me, and I don't have to just be filling up the the space, the ear space, you know, with my eloquent sentences. But when you have to be interviewed, ugh, it, it like makes my skin crawl. It's so hard for me. And Andrew, who put together the music videos and who put together the story and sound, the VH1 storyteller that you're referring to, um, he did such a good job editing out all my ums and oh God. And uh, like <laughs> I had so many pauses, but there there are definitely still some ums in there um, um. that I tried to cut out, but uh, they didn't make it. They did, some still made it in there. Well, so. they're, nat they're natural. I. 
I was helping some a friend with uh that has a podcast. She's been on here, Jessica Gruber. She has mm-hmm. a new podcast called Paith, P-A-T-H-E-D, and it's a faith-based Christian podcast about oh. people's faith journey. And she asked me to do her opening. Mm-hmm. I never realized that when I talk, I go <sighs> like <laughs> <sighs> and I'm like doing this whole opening for it, and I'm over exaggerating it, but I'm <laughs> I'm doing this whole opening and, and I play it afterwards for myself through aud- audacity. And I'm like, my God, I sound like I'm about to drown. I'm like, <laughs> and that's Is what it, it sounds your like inhale? You're inhaling. Yeah. So as, I, as I'm talking, it was like, you're listening to the paid podcast, a story where we go on the journey. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, God, yeah, yeah. But That's the great funny. thing about it is I have learned how to like clip those things out like boop, boop. Yeah. And the first couple of times you clip it out, for those of you that have never had to do, and I imagine being in school, you learned a little bit of that type of work. The first yeah, I got you, my certificate in music technology. So I tried oh, to awesome. get that in there too. <laughs> but the first time you do that and you're like, I'm going to clip this out and it's going to sound horrible. And then you're like, you clip it out and you're like, oh, that's seamless. That That's like, uh-huh. it's like that was never even, that didn't even yeah. exist. Yeah. It's I'm pretty like, slick. Yeah. And now I, I that now I pay attention to myself when I when I'm doing stuff. I'm like, am I? Am I... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Or it's just so like your breathing in general. Like I keep noticing that I, when I'm excited, I I talk a lot, and then I need to breathe, and it's like, <laughs> like if I, that doesn't sound good, so you need to like breathe over here, then come back and start talking again. <laughs> right. Exactly. You're like, <sighs> like I don't want to sound like a Chinese sharpay on the mic. That, that's <laughs> That's my, always my fear. Is somebody's gonna be like, "My God, <laughs> I, I love my my wife is my biggest supporter, but she would be the first one to tell me like, you need to swallow, you're breathing, <laughs> you're breathing." In. And I'm always like, "Really?" And I and it sounds horrible to me when she says it to me, and then I realize she's fucking right. Oh, <laughs> yep, yep. So that's funny. So the album's out. We've got all these things. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, the Ted Offensive coming up. Um. Where, the next where, set? <laughs> the next tet, yeah. Yes. We, so yeah. we've got the next tet coming up, and Jeff's going to be there. You said who else was going to be there with you? Was, was Sam Sil- True. She's Sam gonna, True. She's the other. Um, she's She was the first person uh, to release her record on the Next Music Company, uh, or Next Records record and, label. And if we're out, on, out in the Seattle area, what day is that going to happen? That is June 2nd, okay. on Thursday, June 2nd, at Bellevue. At the at the colleges now, mm-hmm. do they have like an auditorium? I I, I mean obviously they have. Yeah, an I, think, I don't know what this space will be like. Yeah, um, I think I've got a link that I can like put in a chat. I don't yes. know if that's helpful. Yeah, you, if you send it to me in our private chat, what I can do is I can drop it into the group chat and it'll go to everybody. Okay. Um, so you can send that to me and I'll see it. We're both playing with new cameras and screens today. For those of you that are watching us live, we're both like messing around with new stuff. So let me get this link over. So, oh, wait, I don't think it's actually at Bellevue, it's at Resonance. Resonance, okay, I'm not sure. Resonance in Bellevue, I see. Oh, okay, actually, don't use that one, use this one. Okay, we won't use that one. This makes for this makes for great radio. Don't (laughs) use that one, use this one. Sorry, there you go. There we go. We use this one. Um, so we'll take that. And I will also post this, folks, for those of you that are listening to just the audio version. I will go ahead and I will post this in the bottom of the screen. So you, when you check all the notes, 
So there it is for everybody going across to all the different platforms. They get to see this. So, so this is coming up. We've got this one, June 2nd, any, any plans for actual like tour touring, anything like that? No, not as of yet. I would love for that to happen. Um, but I don't have a steady band, you know, to play with just, um, just as of yet. However, we are going to have an official release party. I just don't have the details yet. We'll make sure you, you send that to all of our links. I'll share it around for everyone to, to be able to pick it up and thank you. <laughs> find out if they're out that way. So you're going to yeah. do an official release party. Uh, yeah. It'll be wild and crazy. It'll be lemon juice for everyone. Lemonade. <laughs> yes. Only We're going to do served. shots of lemon juice. Just straight but citrus. Straight. Straight. <laughs> If you have scurvy, we're getting rid of it. That we're day. getting rid of it. Exactly. That's what you could call it. The anti-scurvy <laughs> release party. Where we're the just scurvy buster party. Scurvy buster. That's so great. <laughs> and, and and Lord just, I mean, has nothing but positive things to say about you. No. Uh, to continue the lemon, lemon theme, vocally, lyrics are sustainably zesty and zingy. <laughs> she genuinely has a remarkable talent for the particular skills, but her vocalese skills he's working on my ability to read right now <laughs> also demonstrates just how deep her connection to her material truly is and this is another demonstration as to what makes her truly special she believes in her material and enjoys what she's doing it shines through in her lyricism as well as her performances oh thanks edward 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 you are like if you want to write my epitaph you can <laughs> Someday. I know everyone says that he should write their like obituaries and I mean, goodness gracious. Anything. <laughs> goodness. So what else? You know, so we've got the release party. We've got some things. Are we already looking at a second album? I mean, what, what are we thinking about here? <laughs> well, I think, I think first I want to make some friends, you know, in the Seattle area and, and, um, get more comfortable with my interaction with um, other live musicians or other musicians when we're playing live, you know, um, that's something that I think a lot um, as a, as a vocalist, you don't get a lot of experience playing with um, a band. You know, you're, you're kind of seen as like, Oh, you're the talent or you like, you are the band leader. You have to either be the band leader or like just the kind of the show pony. You, you're not actually expected to be, um, one of the other musicians, you know, and so you, you just, you miss out on a lot of experiences. Um, and so I feel like that muscle is something that, um, really got strengthened in the process of recording, but it is also a confidence issue. So, um, you know, just doing it more, playing with, playing with people more, um, going to jam sessions. That's a, a really big, important part of, uh, jazz. Um, and just, the collaboration of um, being a jazz musician is what I'm going to focus on for now. However, I would, I think, I think it would be really fun if I had a Christmas album to come out because oh, I love cool. Christmas music so much. Yeah. Um, that would be cool. Now you bring yeah. up jet ja uh, jam sessions. Yeah. And I guess in my mind, I think about anytime you've ever watched a mu movie and there's a jazz thing, uh -huh. it's like somebody comes up and they just, start singing or they start doing something the band that already is up there is all like grumpy and oh <laughs> who is this person they're nothing we're not mm -hmm. having them and then they start doing their thing and everybody's like oh let me just go ahead they start listening I'm, yeah <laughs> uh, oh i can i can jam right along with that this is great uh -huh. yeah but, 
is that something that's good that's that's out there where you can just go to a club and it's there's a house band and you're like hey i'm gonna come on up there on the stage with you do a couple <laughs> of songs here's my album is that a thing or, or not so much um so i don't think it wouldn't be something where like i would i would do something from my album but there are standards that everybody knows and usually you do them in certain keys but as a vocalist the band kind of knows that you might need it in a different key so um if you're going to a jam session where it's going to be a designated jam like you're not going to go to somebody's concert and walk up and be like hey it's my time to shine <laughs> hey, um <laughs> hey everybody i'm just getting on stage right now go ahead and wait a moment my name is look Alex what i've got for it's you my show now yeah exactly like no <laughs> that would be really weird and nobody would want you to be around um but yeah if you're going to a jam session you can definitely um you can definitely go up and and say hey do you know uh, like someone in love in F and they're like, Oh I th yeah, I know that one. And, um, and then it does happen like in the movies, you know, then it, then it really does. And it's, it's awesome. It's, it's the beauty of jazz. You know, the, the fact that you guys can get together and play a really amazing, beautiful song and never have met each other. That's, that's the beauty of jazz. It's like no other type of music that way. I mean, I guess some bluegrass is kind of like that too. Bluegrass, yeah, definitely. I love bluegrass. I'm a big yeah. fan. I'm a big fan of uh, Tyler Childers. I love oh, Tyler cool. Childers. Love it, love yeah. it. Yeah. And it looks like Lord's already got got it. He's got his uh, 1999 ready to go for that for that album. For that <laughs> album. He's, yeah. he's ready. Everyone's yeah. getting a copy of it. <laughs> so we're gonna get ready to put a close the bar up here, pull the shades down so that no more <laughs> does Alex get sun in her eyes. <laughs> Please. So, so so she can head out and find a smoky jazz club somewhere with people <laughs> tapping their feet and snapping Aww. their fingers, you know, the little, little, little yeah. jazz. How many times have you watched the movie soul? Let's ask that question. <laughs> you know, that's kind of a hot topic because some people don't feel like it's um, the, the actual jazz musician was presented like as a jazz musician, you know, most of the time he's just like that little blip as a, you know, character, but oh, I've actually only watched it once. I did like but it though. It was he was movie. trying to get back to his body. I mean, it was a whole, <laughs> whole thing there. <laughs> that's like, the whole story. That's yeah. It wasn't yeah. about his music. Like, you know, about, honestly, like, I like Princess and the Frog more. That one. Oh, that's that a one classic. I, that's a classic yeah. jazz. I didn't even think about that one. The, there's a ton of jazz. That's New Orleans jazz. There yep, is. exactly. That's no, the soundtrack school. is so good. <laughs> yeah, that I forgot all about that one. There's probably mm -hmm. like a lot of those movies out there that I didn't even think about that that have that kind of music in it. Think you just yeah. have, you're supposed to be cooler than everybody else. If you're do if you're doing jazz, you're just cooler than everybody. Else. <laughs> That's what that means. You're like okay, I'll take like, it. It's like oh, you do jazz because you're that much cooler. <laughs> you you have is. to say it in that low voice that because you're so much cooler. I can't even do it just as because, a lady. Just because you're cooler than everyone else. You're doing jazz. <laughs> yes. Go ahead and go ahead and get your drinks out there, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Snap your fingers. Yeah, just there you go. To the stage is Alex Bear. Woo! There you go. That's that's so smooth. I'll, I'll give you that one. So, <laughs> um, we've got those things coming up. Tell everybody where they can find you if they want to follow you, if they want to like you, uh, all those kind of spots. Where are we looking for you at? Yeah, I tried to make it as easy as possible. So it's Alex Baird Music um, everywhere, pretty much. So Instagram, Facebook, Twitch is all um, Alex Baird Music or Facebook.com slash Alex Baird Music, YouTube.com slash Alex Baird Music, everything Alex Baird Music. Um, and Twitter. yeah, but the 
Oh, I'm not on Twitter, I will say. <laughs> um, yeah, I should probably get on that though. Um, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh musicians who have a lot to say on there. So I should I should jump on that. Uh TikTok also is Alex Baird Music. There are some uh TikToks on there. I should get better about posting about that, but I think the most um available excuse me that I am is on Instagram and Twitch uh at Alex Baird Music. Excellent. Well, if you're looking for Alex, make sure you find her there. You can also find her through Next Music Com New yeah. <laughs> Next Music Company. Yeah. You can find her over there. Uh, she's got the stuff come the if you're in the Seattle area, June 2nd over at uh, the college uh, Bellevue College. She'll be over there doing the the Tet. Uh, that'll be with Sammy <laughs> True, Jeff, and Alex. They'll be doing their music over there. So make sure if you're out that way, you give them a like. If there's a stream element to it, make sure you send us a link to it. Oh, we'll, yeah. we'll share that around so people can see you guys if you're streaming anything. Yeah. I got to introduce you. Remind me to tell you about Isaiah's Gill when we get done. Okay. Don't let me forget, forget Isaiah's that. Gill. Isaiah's Gill. That's going to be important. Okay. Um, <laughs> Love it. So uh, make sure you go and you find her. Again, as always, sticker in a cause, folks. If you got a sticker, you got a, something you're supporting, you got – Alex might have a sticker. We should find out. <laughs> I will have it. a sticker very soon. Yes. And she can send us a sticker and we'll put it on the board. <laughs> but you can find us on Facebook, uh, the Above the Bar podcast, our network. Always support the network, Earplug Podcast Network. Make sure you're following them, following us on Facebook, following us on LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch. All of ours are the Above the Bar podcast. If you type that in, we'll pop right up. If you need to get a hold of me, you can email me at the Above the Bar podcast at gmail.com. And soon, very, very soon, we'll have our, our uh, actual website. We're working on that. Mm, exciting. Uh, one, yeah. Um, one of the things that one of the plans for the website is we're going to have a page that we're going to start going back to some of our prior guests and yes. current guests and finding out what their go-to drink is. Oh, if they have a cocktail that they like, or if they drink something mm -hmm. straight mm -hmm. and if it's a cocktail or something, we'll, we'll put the mix to it or something else. Oh, we'll go ahead and put that up there. That's so fun. I love it, that. It, it, it'll be something, something along those, those lines. I, I, I love that idea. So, <laughs> We're going to be doing that soon. And again, folks, we've got so many shows coming up this Wednesday, 6 p.m. DC Glenn of the group tag team is going to be on. He's going to be telling us what it was like. My big thing I want to know, uh, what was it like to be in hip hop in the 90s oh my when gosh. people didn't have a cell phone in their pocket everywhere you went <laughs> to record it? Wow. What yeah. was that world like? And then we have Ghost Static, who is a rock band, has a very, um, I don't want to say Nickelback because everybody hates on them for whatever reason. <laughs> But they have that level True. of rock sound. But oh, nice. at the same time, they're ghost hunters. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Right? If you could have seen Whoa. if you could have seen Alex's face, she was like, the hell is that? <laughs> and Nathan will tell you that anytime we have those people on anyone who does paranormal stuff, my show screws up. And it's not me. We just had a oh lady. My God. I just had a lady. I promise you, this is a real thing. We just oh, had a I lady believe you. the other day uh, on Wednesday. Her name's Heather Lawrence. Beautiful person. Love her to death. <laughs> She like was talking to somebody about their pets and their pets were talking to her. And then she read my cards. Oh one my gosh. Oh, I saw that. I saw that in your, Oh, where did I see it? Yeah. One of your sites I was on. I saw that, um, linked static Dang. the entire time. Static. Wow. Every time she, on my end, it was fine. Every time she spoke static. Oh, that is bizarre. So it happens every time. Don't ask me. I have no idea. It started with Patty Negri when she came on in the Haunted Dolls and all the other stuff. Oh, I'm going to so, go have to listen to go. Oh, go, go listen. 
I'm going to have to go listen to that podcast yeah. or that episode, I should say. It was wild. Wow. So so we've got those guys coming up. And then on the 14th, we're going to be have the folks back from New Scotland Distillery. They're coming back Ooh. on. We're going to do a whole barbecue cookout here at the uh, house, pairing their, pairing their uh, whiskeys and bourbon with different meals, seeing how that works out. Um, that is going to be the start of hopefully we can get this food show going that's my yes i want to do a food show but yes. i feel like it might be already i'm just worried that it's already overdone you know what i mean oh that's my oh. worry like, well you I, know you've got this really awesome like program going where you just like lifting up other people and i don't think that gets old so see go now see you just said that <laughs> you have not listened to the other show with heather have you no i haven't she did my cards and that's exactly what she said that you lift other people up that, I those mean, words. Wow, weird. Okay, I'm gonna go have to listen to it. You're gonna yeah, have to I go will. listen. She did my cards, and, and it's funny you say that because that's the exact word she was. She was weird. You lift <laughs> other people up. Stay, keep doing your show. I'm like, and nobody I'm really, I'm nobody's a spiritual person. So I, I believe that. I 100 believe that. I've never, and no one has ever said that to me in that way. So she <laughs> said it, and now you just said it. So go ahead. So okay. <laughs> do, 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 do. Oh. <laughs> Hold on here. We got a couple of quick ones uh, popping up. Uh, I'll give Lord Edward one more time. Cannot be said <laughs> often enough. Spending time with Miss Baird is always time well spent. And watching her live stream is like winning a golden ticket. that grants <laughs> personal access to a special place. If anyone is looking for a great jazz, great conversation, great company, Miss Baird truly is the best to be there. Here's one of my other good buddies and, and prior guests. Oh. We just gave away one of his items, Chris E. Hedberg, oh, cool. prior Navy, who now was a season seven Forged and Fire champion. Oh, he, wow. You know the show Forged and Fire where I they make stuff? Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. He won, and we just oh, gave gosh. away one of his items. Like The other one is over on my uh, bag, but he cool. made me a dragon bottle opener with scales. Like he forged scales in this thing. So everybody, go check out Chrissy Hedberg on all the same sites, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, LinkedIn. Go look up Chris. He will, You can put orders in with him. He's amazing. But as always, because awesome. you got stuff to do, it's still sun up in, <laughs> in Seattle. It is. Uh, um, it's not sun up here in New York. <laughs> but don't log off after this. I got to talk to you for just a moment okay. after the show. Sounds but good. as we always do on every show, the guest gets the last word. What is the last word from you? Oh, well, I'm just, I'm, thank you for having me. I'm very appreciative. This is my first podcast I've ever done. So, and I, this was, I would say this is the first interview I've ever like officially done. What? I've done some like electronic ones, but not in person. So this is very flattering and humbling. And it's been really nice to get to know you, Sean. And also thank you, Edward, for that really nice message. And if anybody wants to come hang out on Twitch, we have a really good time three times a week. So I would love to have you there. What are the days for those Twitches? Uh, that is Tuesday from 2 to 5 uh, Pacific Standard Time, so 5 to 8 uh, Eastern Time. And Wednesdays and Fridays from 12 to 3 Pacific Standard Time, so 3 to 6 uh, Eastern Standard Time. So. All righty, folks. Be yeah. sure to push your stool in. <laughs> this has been an Earplug Podcast presentation found on EarplugPodcast.com, iTunes, SoundCloud, and wherever your favorite podcasts are found.